three, two, one. Ding, ding, ding. Man in the ring. Hello, welcome to Man in the Ring. This is Sean. And that's Matt. Matt. <laughs> I'm Jason. And welcome, Jason, for our guest host today. Um, good to have you back, Jason. Yeah, it's fun. I like being on here. It's easy to schedule, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's real easy. No complications at all, is there? <laughs> hey, good thing it's not baseball. Three times we have been struck out. That's for sure. Cool. Well, um, just for those who don't know about Men in the Ring, we are a podcast. Um, Men in the Ring depicts um, men attempting to address issues in their own lives instead of being out of the ring based um, um, uh, you know kind of like the past symbol symbolism of Matt being a professional boxer and a professional kickboxer being in the ring and then symbolism of us as men um, we've all ignored issues in our own lives before not dealt with them not addressed them and got our asses kicked by them so it's a call to other people um, to get in the ring. So um, that's what that's about. So men in the ring today's show, we're going to talk just a little bit about the Kyle Rittenhouse case as a um, current event touching point and maybe a couple things uh, discussing around that, you know, like um, socially and such. And then... Um, Maybe anything else uh, that comes along or might be attached tangentially to that. So that's how we're setting up. Yes, sir. And then before we do that, um, how you been, Jason? I've been good. Been for the, busy. For, been uh, good. Those, for those who don't know, Jason is big sexy. A.K.A. Um, A.K.A. Yeah, you've been uh, living good, a uh, little, little busy like the rest of everyone? I'm going to say a little more than everyone. Okay. It's <laughs> just been hectic with the house and moving and closing on a house, buying another house, remodeling. Things going wrong. No internet for two weeks. No. Plumbing going bad. Plumbing going bad. Didn't you have no water for three days or something? Yeah, it was a couple days. Went to hook up the washer and turn the water on. And behind the shutoff valve, there's a huge leak. While Jake was over that night helping move that. And yeah. uh, shut it off at the main. And then, of course, I had to work a double the next day, so couldn't do anything till. Two Fridays ago. <laughs> but once oh. I got it, it didn't take long to get one. Just had to have time to get to it. Yeah. It's funny how life goes through stages or things, some things you feel like it's going to be that ridiculous and chaotic, you know, forever. It's really kind of like a three-week stage, typically. Um. Even like when you have a newborn or something like that, you know, it's like, holy man, what's 
this is going to last forever. And then the cub, they age out to a different phase or a different phase and then slowly get able to breathe a little bit more, you know, as whatever situation you're in transitions, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Matt, how about yourself? Um, you settling into a routine over in Northern Africa? No, uh, no. <laughs> Not How, long been How long you been over there, Matt? Oh man, three months now. Oh, three. Well, maybe in another three yeah. months. Huh? <laughs> actually, uh, I think the plan is in the next week or two we're gonna actually nail down a a schedule. Oh, really? Like a official schedule? Yeah. yeah. So, like, well, yeah, we've been pretty slow in trying to figure out what to do. Not what to do, but um, how to do it. <laughs> getting all the, like, things that we want to do. So, like, we still have to, we don't have to, but um, studying language day a week, where does that fit in? Kids and their school programs and those sorts of things, where does that fit in? Where's work fit in? You know, and just kind of working it all out. So finally getting there a little bit. So and then I'm actually going uh, four wheeling in the desert. So I'm leaving tomorrow for three day, four days. So that's all. That sounds fun. So like that i'm expecting that to be a lot of fun <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds like a blast you, you leaving the yeah, family so, you taking the family with yeah we're leaving, leaving the family we're going down there uh it's gonna be a half half dozen of us and we're gonna get on some four-wheelers and go probably 30 or 40 miles one direction into the desert and then uh camp and then spend the next day doing another 34 miles back so that sounds awesome it could be i hope it is (laughs) what about you sean yeah i'm excited uh yeah i don't know what i said last podcast but i a delivery boy i don't know this makes me feel like a big um crybaby um like i use other words if i wasn't doing a podcast right now but um but as a as my my usual truck i deliver out of the 10 hours a day is changed to a truck that's not designed to do that um i it's kind of like trying to dig a hole with a rake not the right tool necessarily um so anyway that just kind of has me thrown off a little bit i'm trying to adjust to that very frustrating you have a different truck oh because the company i work for ran out of the trucks that you usually deliver out of so we're getting like we're, yeah have a u-haul like a moving van that i deliver out of which uh, what do you mean they ran out of them they're just like like it's on the shelf and they just <laughs> sold them all <laughs> Well, they had, you know, like a, uh, what they thought was, you know, like a, the right amount. Um, oh, yeah, that's me. 
the right amount. Um, and then COVID hit, and then everybody started ordering things online. And then everybody got comfortable ordering things online. So the new influx um, of online ordering stayed in place. And then Christmas came. And then we had um, hired so many employees, there just wasn't enough trucks to go around. So they, uh, they took my truck for a new driver to learn for this Christmas peak season. Um, it's funny you say that because I was at Shields on Sunday and we're looking at shoes and the manager of the store or the shoe department was telling us he can't get any shoes for six months. Yeah. So what they have in the store is the only thing they can sell. It's crazy. He's you like, better buy it. Yeah, he's like, if you know you're going to need shoes in six months. He's like, I had a customer that had to be thrown out by law enforcement because they sold his size and he came back to get them and they had sold it and he's just freaking out on them. I'm like, over shoes? Call law like, enforcement. That guy has a lot more uh, problems than just not having the right size shoe on him. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right? <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, they can't, because of COVID, like all the overseas, everything shut down for three, six months. Like they're not even going to get anything in for a while, huh? Yeah, I heard it's that, that way for other products as well. I heard some stores already have like shelves that are like starting to get empty. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Well, that's something that's an interesting topic, actually. How pe- some people just like take Christmas like it's some sort of huge significant event you know as far as buying presents like that's a big 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 deal to some people well a lot of people actually yeah and i wonder if you know how what type of effects that that's gonna have you know if people can't do that or people are gonna be like feel depressed or you know like that's that's the way people showing are showing love sometimes is like I'm an okay parent, maybe not sure. I'm not I don't have a faith based um, background to jump off of, so I don't really know where things are at. And then, but wow, look at this! Christmas comes and I'm buying people all these people everything. And look, I am a great parent, you know. <laughs> yeah. Then I would still be a bad parent because I don't know if I've bought a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I could be. I bought my oldest daughter her gift a couple weeks ago. They had she had wanted a a new bow because she wants to start archery. So went in on with it with grandparents and so I'm like you better not expect anything else under that tree because <laughs> there's not gonna be there I'm telling you now she's like I know I know it's like you say that now but you better know <laughs> oh that's funny 
it is a particular feeling, even like as an adult, when you if you, you get a big gift and you know, but it's like the only one, and everybody else is getting all these little gifts. You're like, oh, I only get one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like little thing inside of you. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many times when I've definitely felt like I'm it's way too much stuff. Like holy moly, we need to slow it down. Spoiled. But it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, over the last couple of years I've been uh doing more of the putting money in savings and just telling them like you have money in savings, this is your gift. For Easter, we don't even do that. We take all take the kids up to the water park, water slide up in Ashland every year for Easter. Oh, cool. Don't even buy Easter baskets. Like, this is your guys' Easter present. That's cool. It's together as a family. That's hard to beat, really. Yeah, and, they, and they love it. They're more than getting Easter basket of junk, you know. Right. I mean, it probably doesn't save us Mine. anymore, but <laughs> it was young. But it, it's fun, yeah. Yeah. So, what do I need to know about Kyle? Okay. Have you, read, have you seen anything on this at all, Matt? Uh, just riots. I know <laughs> there's a trial. Yeah, it's uh, I haven't dug a whole lot into it, but I've been watching like clips of YouTube here and there, and I was watching one last night, and the the judge is just shredding the prosecution to pieces about it was about a doctor testifying or not, and I don't know, it was just crazy, and then I I stayed at work later because I'm watching these videos on him. And uh, so I saw where he testified, and I think he's going to be acquitted. I really do. He got on there. He was emotional. He was, from what I've seen, from hearing everything, he was defending himself. And just the way the judge has been towards the prosecution, I think he might be acquitted. Okay, so just to set the scene, the basic generalities of the story are that um, I think most people know, but we'll just lay it out. Um, so somebody in, was it Racine, got killed by a police officer, is that correct? The Racine, or yeah. is that, I think it was Racine. Yeah, Racine, because then this was up in Kenosha. Or no, actually, or maybe it was was it Kenosha that got happened. Yeah, the right. Where the, where the the shooting that Kyle did was in Kenosha. Okay, I don't know if it started from things in Racine or Milwaukee or right. Yeah, so it was a it was a riot, kind of to defend um, the minority who was shot by police you know the minority was definitely putting <laughs> law enforcement in harm's way um but there was a, you know the temperature of the country at that time was very volatile 
and there was thoughts of, you know, some exterior groups even coming into these, um, into these riots and, and um, trying to like turn up the temperature, turn up the violence, turn up the rhetoric, um, and, and you know try to incite mob mentalities. The mob um, thing is a real thing throughout history. It's even in psychology, you study mobs and how it can go you know so rights can get out of control obviously real quick anyway so this kyle rittenhouse kid who was not 18 at the time lived in illinois came across the border north of wisconsin because his family had a car dealership and it was in the way of this riot and the riots had typically been burning things down and wrecking property and you know as a small business owner, it's really hard to recoup that <laughs> apparently, or take some time for sure. And they were like, well, we're going to defend our property by standing on the car lot um, with weapons and making sure no one starts burning their place down. <clears throat> and then for a long time, there's these, there'd be people walking by them, riders yelling at them, threatening them. Like they're gonna kill like Kyle and his family for defending the car, um, the auto sales place there, and um, he was also there to help people that were injured. So he's a trained EMS, right? Yeah, yeah, and he yeah with. With the whole medical kit and everything, right? Yeah. So obviously, um, riders are, you know, the show of force. They're the ones that are there. They're to intimidate and cause violence. They're not <laughs> happy when there's other people there that are with any type of show of force, you know. <laughs> so they're obviously mad at him, yelling at him. Somehow, whatever broke down later in the night where Kyle got split off from his main crew i don't know how that happened but then there's people chasing this kid down i don't know i don't know who chases somebody with a loaded weapon but that seems really bizarre to me that i would not be chasing someone unless i thought he didn't have the guts to pull the trigger maybe that was what they're thinking although i I watched two clear videos very obvious um one guy did have a weapon so yeah Kyle pointed, was, pointed at him. Well, with this with this one video that I saw, Kyle was running through a parking lot. There's two guys chasing him. There's one guy like 20 feet behind him, and there's one guy 10 feet behind him. The one Kyle like fell or wanted to hide behind a car. The second guy, not the first guy that they came up on, the second guy had a handgun. You can see him fire it in the air. So obviously you think you're getting shot at, right? Then this, 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 the first guy got to Kyle and like went right up on him after Kyle hears a gunshot right behind him being chased and he just shoots the guy. It's like, yeah, that's how that happens. <laughs> like, right. where, like, where does this need to go to trial or whatever, you know? And then um, he was actually, <laughs> Kyle was actually trying to get the police's attention that there was a wounded person and then, um, they were busy trying to hold the rights down. They didn't want to like interact with him. And then uh, he started getting to, uh, the other mob note or recognize him, chase him down again. 
got a beam with the, the skateboard. One guy, I think that was maybe the the accused pedophile or something like that. Or, or, or uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. Anyway, he was he tried to grab the gun with the barrel in his chest. <laughs> like what? Who does that? Then he, of course, Kyle shot him. And then he died, and then another guy got shot and was wounded. So there's two people died. And then so this prosecutor, apparently from what I'm seeing, and I haven't done a whole lot of research, but from what I'm seeing, the prosecutor took a little bit too much of a leap as far as evidence goes and tried to to, to slam Kyle with the book of murder instead of like some other like manslaughter charge that was more of a plausible case but yeah i think he had public pressure that kyle's this bad kid that was like some sort of a kkk school yeah Yeah. um is how they tried to paint this guy just another white racist american that wants to kill all minorities essentially is what these weird weird prosecutor was painting him as and uh, it was real an obvious reach and even to the point where the judge had to yell at this prosecutor, like, what are you doing? Um, so yeah, that's yeah, that, that judge has been on that prosecutor pretty heavy lately. Like there's evidence that they don't want showing. And the judge is like, no, I want it all from the beginning to the end. I don't want the jury to miss anything. I don't want to miss anything. He said, and the guy with the uh, skateboard actually hit him twice. Once, like, Kyle blocked it, and I guess the skateboard went flying, and he kept running. But then he got up to him later down the road as he's running down, was it Sheridan? Uh Uh-huh. And then hits him in back of the head and knocks him down, and then that's when he fires it. Right. Yeah, um, I don't, I didn't see this part, but, uh... My daughter and friend were over. They said they were watching part of the the um, trial, and uh, the prosecutor was asking. I think maybe the there was a guy with a handgun, right? Yeah. And they the prosecutor asked that guy, "Did you want to kill Kyle?" And the guy's like, "Yes, I did want to kill him." And the prosecutor like put his head in his hands, like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, did you? Yeah, I saw that where he's he's just going like this, like shaking his like, "Oh my god, there goes my best witness." <laughs> he just blew the, he blew the case for him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think there was much case there to begin with. I kind of I don't feel bad, but I don't, I I kind of like can sympathize a little bit with the prosecutor because I'm sure he's feeling all this public pressure. To like just you know bury this kid because in the, the public narrative that um, the press had shown is that he's just some you know big monster that he really just isn't you know. That's what the media does though, to a lot of these cases, right? Yeah, actually. Um, One of my friends up north here um, runs some gun gun shops, and he he was getting interviewed by the national media because there's speculation that Kyle's aunt purchased 
his gun from my buddy's gun shop. So I text him when I heard that like a year ago or like, well, this would have been like six months ago. And I'm like, oh, you might be part of history. That's kind of cool, I said. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I, I can neither confirm nor deny. He's like, he's like yeah, I have that question loaded for the last week. I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> um, so the apparently the the thing that Kyle did wrong is it is illegal to um, if you're I mean, you're under the age of eighteen, you cannot transport a firearm across state lines. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, some of those questions that they ask in trials, I was like, Officer Bray, she was up on the stand, and they're like, can you tell me what casing this is? So she tells them. And then she's like, is it, is it all the same as the, the brand? Yeah, it's all the same. No further questions. What, what, what does that prove? Like, I don't get, like, what? Of course it's all the same, you know? <laughs> Maybe he was trying to like figure out who shot what weapon or who or what or you know or whatever. I don't know. I know there was uh, talk like the gun the gun jammed and he recocked it and loaded it, but they never found. Uh, so when it jams and you eject it, you know your full shell kicks out. Yeah, they never found a full shell that kicked out. Yeah, so there's a bunch of talk about that. I saw it the other day. Well, that could be anywhere, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. So, what is that a little background, Matt? You start, starting to come together for you as far as the picture goes? Yeah. Sounds like media is uh, doing its thing. Uh, <laughs> and then twisting it so it makes no sense. Uh, it came at a really interesting time when uh, the violent riots were like starting to like say there's no one here to push back on these things like you know the police are going to try to stay the Wisconsin in my opinion this is more of a conservative opinion um, but made a, mis- made a mistake by saying we're going to let keep law enforcement mostly out of it and let the people just destroy things <laughs> that was that was why you they were there because they're they publicly said we're gonna leave the police kind of out of it a little bit and let the people just you know get all their frustration out because they deserve to because you know white people have been so racist for so long that they deserve to burn some shit down which is essentially what they were saying you know so like don't you think that puts a a business owner in a precarious position (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. I mean, like, yeah. why would why would you, why would the any law enforcement or anyone think that that's okay to let people just do that? Well, it's because you know it's that that guilt of potential, you know, of history of racism, and like there's some sort of still some sort of guilt attached to, you know, who you might be now or whatever, you know. It's very, it's a, you know, it's a liberal ideology, which is not, you know, maybe it's might sound good a little bit, 
reparations type type uh, stuff. I don't think it does. In practical reality, it's pretty rough go. You know, it doesn't really pan out. You know. Yeah. And mom- this is a Nosha, but like I know, like, and I'm, I about guarantee it's probably the same. But a lot of the business owners were minority business owners. Yes. Like, yes. You right. know, like, right. if it's. So it's not exactly. No, that's exactly what what it was, and that was like the conundrum, or I mean, the hypocrisy of it in a bunch of different areas, actually, even in Seattle and uh, in Milwaukee. Riots a year before is similar to that. Well, Um, Kyle was trying to get to law enforcement, saying he did this, right. So as he's running down and all this, all these events are happening, he gets there and law enforcement's like, get back from the line or you're going to get pepper sprayed. Yeah. So then yeah. he goes back to Illinois and his mom takes him to the police station there. And then Kenosha law enforcement comes down and interviews him. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but the whole time he was trying to get to safety and to get to law enforcement saying these events just happened. It's not like he was, they happen. These killings happen. He got in a car and took off. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's, that's crazy. Um, I don't know. Like, you know, if, if you're somebody who's, you know, more liberally uh, slanted. Um, I don't know how you, you know, if if you would see this case differently. I'm not sure that I'm sure there's some way that you could, but I can't. I can't visualize it right now. How you would see it differently? I, I agree. I can't. I can't either. Um. I think it'd be hard if you put yourself in his shoes, like if it was your business or, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be hard not to, to be like, yep, that's, that's probably a good idea. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you would. Especially a 17 year old kid, you know? Yeah. Like this is your family business. Yeah, he's trying. Right. You know, like, it doesn't matter how liberal you are. If someone's coming to burn down your livelihood, like, you probably want to defend it. Today or whenever you guys get a chance, you guys should go watch um, his testimony on, on the stand. Like, he's just in tears, and the judge, he couldn't even answer the questions. He was so emotional that. The judge made the court take a ten minute recess break. Well, I was listening to uh, uh, a radio commentator um, who does skew conservative, but um, was a ex lawyer, ex trial lawyer, and he said that it's very non typical for the defendant Kyle to be on the stand testifying in his own case. And that the majority of the testi- testimony that he gave was actually 
it's, it's a big risk for um, the defense team right. to put him on the stand, but he handled um, himself like very well. And um, they, this particular person that was commenting on it was like, it's that's probably because he's not trying to like be proven. He's not trying to be, um, what is it? Um, found he's not trying to not be guilty. He's trying to, <laughs> okay, how do I say this? He's he he doesn't want to be just found and not guilty. He wants to be proven innocent, and that's is the way that they're trying to go about it, which I think is you know seems to be right. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, and th- there's. Some people take the stands and there's no emotion and they just yes, no, short answers. Like he's kind of telling the whole story from the beginning to the end as they're asking him the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know when that wraps up, Sean? I don't. I mean, I don't I don't know if they put a time on it. I think they kind of wait till because if he testified, you would think it's got to be here soon, right? I think it just depends on cross-examining and running through the evidence. And, you know, if, you know, the prosecutor feels like he needs to rest his case. Um, there was some theory that the prosecutor was knew that he didn't have a case and he was trying to do stupid enough stuff to get a mistrial. But everybody could kind of see that. And so there, the defense is asking for a mistrial with prejudice. And when that what that does is it dismisses all the case and then throws out all the charges, and he can never be charged for those charges again. Uh, which still could be okay because the defense or the prosecutor could be like a mistrial, start it all over again, and come back with lesser charges, which is probably what he should have done in the first place. Reckless endangerment is probably the only thing that I can see that could have any merit, you know? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, But again, you know, that's like the net that doesn't fit the national narrative, which all these big, you know, news conglomerates are calling for back in the day to support their rhetoric. So that's kind of where this is sort of tragic in some places, in some ways, you know, I mean, um, Um, you know, that just this the drive of this thing that doesn't even matter is what is causing some of this. But I, you know, this is not unusual across the country where prosecutors go after people that aren't necessarily um, guilty just for their own political gain, you know. Yeah, that's true. Kind of like the Stephen Avery case. What's that? But yeah, kind of like the Stephen Avery case. I don't know what that is. Making a murder? You never saw that on Netflix? Nah. Really? Have you met? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that. That was a crazy case. Um, it's still a crazy case. It's still going. 
Yeah, he didn't they charge him with something else? Like they're they're still going after him. Yeah, uh-huh. but he has the one of the the best um, attorney for overturning was it life sentences. Yeah. Uh, not well, like I didn't think he seemed innocent. I listened to another like I forget the name of it. Um, I Stephen wish. Avery? I wish. Uh, yeah, I didn't think he did it. I don't um, either. Um, I was what listened to another one. I forget what it's called. It was another podcast. And they're going through all this evidence of this guy, and, and they're trying to prove him innocent. And I'm like, that dude's guilty. Like, yeah. I, I like, they may I not have it, enough I, to prove it. But that I think it was his nephew, the one that's not in jail, that did it. Yeah. So long story short, Sean, this guy um, was convicted of rape. He did. 18 years in prison, finally found not guilty. Release. This is in Wisconsin. Released. And then this girl goes missing. Killed. All this weird evidence. And, well, because of the found, he sues the county because of this. And then all there's all this, one, millions of dollars or a million or I don't know what it was. And then he, um, this girl is a reporter or something, goes missing, the stuff found, evidence was like planted on their property. They have like a scrap yard with vehicles all over. And so now him and his nephew are in prison for all these charges of her death and rape and all this other stuff. You should watch the the video on Netflix. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I try to steer away from unnecessary drama, but uh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> um, I think uh, Matt's got to get someplace here, so um, that time flew by, which just means we got to have you back on there, Jason. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. I well, prefer being in the studio. I prefer being in the studio, though, Sean. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also nice to have Matt in the studio. It'll be fun to have him. <laughs> We're a little too far away from that, but yeah, we can. Uh, we can definitely come over to the old uh, living room <laughs> as a studio. <laughs> Do you have any uh, name suggestions there, Jason? Any name suggestions? Yeah, a new name for the for the podcast. No, I like the yeah. I mean, that's one thing I was listening to. Like, why why would we change? Why would you guys change it? Why would you change the the men in the ring and the ding ding ding? Yeah. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Um, I just thought maybe. Um, was are you guys quite- getting like? Are you getting feedback to change it? 
Well, um, we just got a little bit of feedback that says it's, it seems like it's more of a sports podcast, um, which we do we didn't talk about sports at all today. <laughs> but between like the cover art and the name, it, it's uh, it, it can kind of come off a little bit of a sports podcast, which maybe is fine. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, I I like the the logic and the dialogue of the men in the ring. Okay. Maybe a, new, maybe a logo or something. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I was thinking about maybe just get Sean's ugly mug off of it or something. You know? <laughs> I was thinking about tweaking the logo just a little bit, uh, make it um, uh, just a bit more of a visual um, representation of kind of what we talk about. But um no, I appreciate that feedback. That's good to know. Who who doesn't like sports, anyways? Who's saying that? Well, it's not like that, but it's like maybe a potentially visual or, or like a misrepresentation. You don't know exactly what it is when you're looking at it, you know. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I am. I am excited to, um, you know, if you're still on for tomorrow, go sight in rifles. All right, perfect. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. I know. Uh, I was talking to my brother and. We're both uh, pretty stoked to go hunting with you at your uncle's cabin this year. So awesome! Yeah, Matt was hunting with me a little bit last year. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. It takes me back to when I was like a little kid, and you know, that's all you look oh. forward. To. <laughs> yeah. Well, text me tomorrow or later tonight if see what your plans are i really have nothing except for i'll be home working on my house so i have to pick up my daughter from school but let me know what works for you all right i will do that and then matt you got to go get your kids from school right now is that right that is correct well look at that we got her in just in time <laughs> nice to see you, Matt. Hope you guys are doing well over there and take care. Yeah, thanks. Good to see you too. And, uh, enjoy the house. Enjoy the internet. <laughs> Hopefully, see you again. It's those things that you don't always have that you appreciate later, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. See you guys. Been Bye. in the ring. Subscribe. Um. And share. Thanks.